In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Good morning. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the seventh episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. Today we have some very important news coming out of the Packers game with regards to edge rusher, defensive end, sack master Vic Beasley. He has a hamstring strain according to coach Dan Quinn and he's going to miss at least one game he's week to week in coach Quinn's eyes uh, we've talked to several sports doctors uh, uh, around the country and that's usually a three to four week injury Zach Klein of WSB had someone tell him it's a hamstring tear and that he'll be out a month so the Falcons, uh, you know, are probably praying for some kind of medical miracle if they really believe he's on a week-to-week basis. Uh, they probably should just get ready to to be without him for a while. But uh, uh, Coach Quinn officially says they're on a week-to-week basis and that the uh, injury is a strain. So Vic Beasley's out. That's major, major here as the Falcons are getting ready to go to Detroit to face Matt. Matthew Stafford and the Detroit Lions. In his place, Takaris McKinley, the rookie, will get more action. Derek Shelby will move outside and play a little bit more also. And Brooks Reed, those were the three players that Coach Quinn said will will pick up some of the slack while Vic Beasley is out. So that's a a big news item coming out of the the big win over the Green Bay Packers. uh, Final score didn't look as uh, as good as the game was, the Falcons went up 31-7, to gave up a couple late touchdowns there. Uh, but, you know, it was a thorough and convincing win over the Green Bay Packers on Sunday night football to help open the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So that was uh, uh, quite a game. Uh, I'm sure the fans, you all had a good time there. And I'm uh, interested to see if you enjoyed your fan experience and some of those, uh, those cheap concession prices. But as the Falcons moved on this week, they had their hometown huddle where they went out in the community. Everybody uh, went out uh, and did some community service work all throughout the community. Uh, There's some stories up online about that. Also coming out of the Packer game, we learned that offensive guard Ben Garland, who was a defensive tackle in the Air Force, uh, played one snap. Of defense against the uh, Packers that left defensive tackle in the goal line alignment. So uh, he did that last year too. I think I looked it up, 42 snaps on uh, defense last season. So, you know, everybody on the roster that was active plays in the game. So Coach Quinn uses his full roster on each Sunday and they find something for you to do and they found some some action for Garland at defense this year. So uh, he'll be ready to go. Um, one thing that came out of that game that was very good, the pack, the uh, Falcons' run defense, which uh, gave up 6.6 yards of carry against the Lions. 
you know, they held the uh, Packers to 3.9. That'll be key against the Lions, who uh, balanced their offense out with Amir Abdullah, uh, um, you know, running for 86 yards on that Monday night game against uh, the New York Giants. I'm sure, sure some of you all watched that one. The uh, Lions beat them pretty convincingly, 24-10. to 10. And, uh, you know, be hosting the Falcons here Sunday at 1 o'clock at uh, Fort Field in Detroit. So, um, you know, that'll be a good one to watch the uh, Lions run game against the Falcons run defense. You know, they cut down on those missed tackles and uh, cut the yardage down. You want to be under four yards of carry, and they, they made it at 3.9. Also, you know, the Falcons, uh, with Beasley being out, it's going to be interesting to monitor uh, their sack attack. They've uh, had seven sacks over the first two games, and, you know, I like doing this early in the season and, and, and saying, well, hey, if they keep up at this pace, that'll be 56 sacks. Wow, that'll be a whole lot of sacks. And uh, last year, Arizona led the league with 48 sacks, so they would be – Shooting for, you know, coming from the middle of the pack to the top if they can keep up this pace uh, of sacks. And, uh, you know, with Vic, with Vic out, that's going to hurt them a little bit there. But they they are out of the gate. We knew that pass rush looked improved uh, just in the preseason. And that's played itself out here in the first couple of games uh, with the seven sacks. And the walk-off sack. You know, by Brooks, Brooks Reed up in Detroit, up in Chicago, excuse me. That was a, a good one. Hey, and just wrapping up here, I got a little bit of a, a clip here. I'm going to try something new here on the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Um, we got a little DQ, Dan Quinn, talking about the Lions. We're going to um, hopefully, uh, let's play that for you. There you go. That's Coach Dan Quinn talking about the Detroit Lions and how he sees them as a complete team in all three phases of the game. Matt Stafford's their quarterback. Uh, they have a, um, a very good defense led by cornerback Darius Slay and and free safety Glover Quinn. He uh, has 17 interceptions since uh, 2014. Uh, second in the league only to Richard Sherman, who has uh, 18 over that same period of time. So uh, the Falcons are going to make sure uh, they stay away from, from Glover. He's a ball hawk over there. And then defensively, their um, rookie middle linebacker, Jared Davis, is in the concussion protocol, along with uh, the Falcons' uh, right tackle, Ryan Schrader. If Schrader can't go, Ty Sembrello, the uh, tackle acquired from Denver, in the trade on September 1, he'll be uh, starting. He finished up the game against the Packers and uh, didn't have a great game, but he was functioning over there. Uh, so that'll be uh, something to watch as the week unfolds. The injury reports will be out today. 
Come back to AJC.com and MyAJC.com for those injury reports and reports from practice today. The Falcons will hit the field at 2.20 and we'll be posting uh, stories right after that. So thanks for listening. This is Dear Orlando Ledbetter with the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, our seventh episode here. Uh, Thanks for coming by. Take care and have a great day. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.